Hello and welcome back to the Football Nights podcast with me, your host, Josh. Well, where do I start with this? Birmingham has sacked head coach John Eustace. This comes on the back of a 3-1 win for Birmingham at the weekend over West Brom and the fact that they're sixth in the championship. It's been a while since I put a podcast out. Um, Love's been quite busy. Um... And I didn't really know where to go with it, to be really honest. I'd been thinking about going different directions, talking about different things. Um, obviously, we had a little bit of a bad run. Um, the last game that I spoke about was the win over Bristol City. If we look at the Blues landscape since then, there's been a lot of changes. And there was a lot of fallout around the club. There was a lot of issues that the fans talked about. There was a lot of calls for change, and now we've got it. In this pod, I'm going to talk about my feelings surrounding John's exit from the club, the manner in which it has been done, and how the club moves forward. So, sit back, relax, and listen to a Blues fan try and make head or tail of the continuous issues that seem to follow this club. Let's talk about Birmingham. Ramerson forward. Rooney, instant control. Bounces his chances. Oh, brilliant goal! A brilliant goal! Remember the name! Wayne Rooney! Birmingham City decided to part company with our manager, John Eustace. Now, if I was in the position of the club, in the position of hiring and firing, I wouldn't have done this. I don't think they have made the right decision on the face of it. Now, I don't know what the conversations have been behind the scenes. I don't know the attitude John has shown to the board. I don't know anything we don't know, which sounds very silly, but it's it's obvious. We only know what we can see and what is put out. So we can't be as clear-cut as it being a mistake because we need more data, we need more time to see if that's the case. But if you look at the, the facts that we've got, we are sixth in the division. We are in the playoffs. No one under any circumstances, can tell me, as a fan, that that is the expectation this season, with the investment we've been given, yes, we have done very well in the window, we have been smart, we have been shrewd, and we have picked up some very good players that have elevated this team, but it's only the first few steps into the window, this is the first window that Knighthead and Shelby Company Limited and Mr Wagner have been involved in, they need probably four more, to really start having this squad sing. And if you continuously chop and change the person that is organising them, that is going to be a harder task. Now, I am not saying because of the sacking of John and the potential bringing in of Wayne Rooney that this is going to blow up in their face. But if you look at the facts that we have and the data that we can see, it does seem like a little bit of throwing the baby out with the bathwater or even worse, the big name entices the American owners because it's all about image, it's all about perception, it's all about what can we put as a tagline to talk about our club. You put John Eustace, what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about a former kid and Mr Harriers manager. You put Wayne Rooney in there, it's England's former top goal scorer, it's United's top goal scorer. You've got all these things you talk about, but it's not managerial, it is player. And how many times have we seen former players become elite managers? It doesn't happen very often. It's not 
always one begets the other. It it takes a bit more than that, and it takes a different mentality for a former pro to become a very good manager because you have to accept that players probably won't be at the level that you were. Has Wayne Rooney or whoever coming in got that understanding? Now, I've seen a lot of people on social media, mainly Twitter, saying that if it was somebody else, you wouldn't be upset. And that is 100% correct. Because the way I see it with the situation Blues have got now, it's equivalent of someone offering you £10,000. And the £10,000 is basically Wayne Rooney, in my mind. And that's an amazing offer, and you will take that nine times out of ten. But if someone offered you £2.5 you would take that more, and you wouldn't even think about the £10,000. And that's what I think the difference is when people bring up the names like Graham Potter, for example. Now, for me, Graham Potter is a little bit of a reach. It's a little bit too far ahead. But my opinion would be, with how the club have progressed through a difficult period with injuries, and have gotten to international break, in sixth position, that is more than enough time to prove that Johnny's the right person to manage and cultivate this squad into what the image of the owners are looking for. So, if we can all agree that 2.5 million is a lot more than 10 grand, then maybe for a level-headed fan, you see the season out and you look at the landscape at the end of the season and see if the option of getting someone a little bit more elevated is there compared to someone that really, yes, the name holds weight, but not in the position that you're looking to put them in to become a manager of this club, but his stats and his background don't seem any better than the person that's leaving the job. The only thing that is better is the the image and the name and the past achievements as a player. Now, are the clubs seeing that as his experience and his winning mentality will rub off against his players and that will then, in turn, make us a better club? Only time will tell. But on the face of it, it does seem like we are repeating our past mistakes with our previous ownership. We sacked Gary Warrett when we were in the playoffs. We had spent next to no money and we replaced him with Zola, who literally was just a name, had no real managerial experience to basically outweigh Warrett. We also know that the situation with Warrett was a little bit different. He did look for other jobs. We don't know if John has done that. John may have done that and that might be the reason why. If you now look at previous interviews that he did at the start of the window, you can kind of understand that John wasn't expecting to be there long term. But I, I truly believe the way the club have gone about it just doesn't sit well with the majority of the fan base. Now, for me, it's the first mistake that they've made. They're allowed to make mistakes. They're not perfect. Yes, they have funds that we probably wouldn't be able to think about with our previous ownership, but that doesn't mean they are above reprieve we can say that we don't like a certain decision that they make and that's fine and that's only going to help the club long term because we need to be able to voice our opinions because it's our club but also they are the people that are putting the money in and it's working in their image and if they are sitting the bar at world class this needs to be spoken about because Wayne Rooney as a name is world class but as a manager he's not as a player, he was. He is not a world-class player now because he's retired, obviously. So there needs to be a little bit of looking for the why. I always try and think about this. I've heard it on podcasts before. Think of the why, and that is 
then you have a bit more understanding. Why are they bringing it in? Well, on the face of it, it seems like it's a marketing thing. It seems like it's more outside of football than on the pitch. But there's another caveat to that. Rooney's experience and Rooney's understanding of a few positions on the pitch, could that rub off on our younger players? Only time will tell. If John had been on a more of a losing streak than he did, I think the decision wouldn't have been as bad. If it happened at Norwich, it also wouldn't have been as bad. And if you have to really look into the whys and whys not, being a fan, being a little bit sceptical, is the decision now, because it's easier, with Rooney's contract at DC United up, they've not made the playoffs, is it an easier option and a smarter option to do it now so they can get their manager in without having to pay for him? Simple as that. Is that the reason why it's happened now? If that is the case, then so be it. We'll never know that information, but we can surmise and probably say, yeah, that's the reason why. And if that's the case, then we've got to hold on and enjoy the ride. I do believe that the statement that was put out about John was crass. I feel like it was insensitive. And I actually think that it shows the mentality of the club. And I'm okay with that, but it's got to fit to every single person in the club. So for me, if this goes terribly wrong, and I mean we are in a battle again at the end of the season, then unfortunately certain people within the club have to fall on the same sword that they have used on John. So Mr Cook, if he's your man, anyone's man, Mr Gardner, if you are the reason why you've removed John because you're determined to bring another man in because you believe it will extend us even further, it will get goals that we're not looking at this season but for next season, then that's fine. If it works, you should be lauded and you should be congratulated and you should get all the praise from the fans. But if it doesn't, you have to follow the same blueprint that you've given to John because it's not it's not how a club should run where someone can make such a knee-jerk reaction and stay in the position to repeat the problem again. We had this with Mr. Dung. We don't want it again with this group. But that is a negative side of it. We have to move on. The club is always bigger than the sum of its parts. We've moved on from the likes of the Bellinghams. We've moved on now from John. Let's be brutally honest. John could be our Nigel Pearson in a weird kind of way. He could put the, the building blocks into place for us to have a long enjoyable period of time now and we have to acknowledge the hard work John has done he has cultivated a change of style within this team yes if he had less injuries we probably would have won a few more but let's be brutally honest we are still sixth in the league what Blues fan was calling for sixth in the league this season I know I wasn't I was more than happy with just top half seeing Blues's name before the next page for once was a positive for me so we need to now wash ourselves down, dust ourselves off from the negativeness and now we've got to start looking at the positives. I'm in a chat on Twitter and our opinions are starting to go the positive way now. Let's start looking at the reasons why we can get excited. So on the face of the bit of information we've got now are two coaches coming in with potentially Wayne Rooney and they are John O'Shea and Ashley Cole. Now the experience of both players playing in this division are limited but their experience in football is very good. Now, being a pro can be compared to being a coach are two different things, but the level, the medal hall that all three of them have got are so vast that surely, 
just by osmosis, there will be some passed on information that will help. The likes of uh, Manny Longello has stepped up the last few weeks. He looks a solid fullback. And now he's got probably the best fullback to ever come out of England telling him how to improve his game. That's only going to be better. And if you look at our fullback positions, we've probably got the most strength in depth in the league at fullback on both sides. And now you've got Ashley Cole in the setup telling you little pointers of how to improve your game that's only going to improve that area of the pitch where really we are stacked and that is not something blues can say usually we're stacked in a negative way where we've got journeymen and has-beens we haven't we've got four very exciting very malleable and actually very well-informed fullbacks really Laird got injured fairly soon in the season but for the whole of the month of August, he was his numbers were killing it. He was one of the best fullbacks stat wise. Dembele one of the best stats as a winger. He's now back in, so we've got options. And yes, I've, I've read a lot that Rooney's a pragmatic manager, and that only has come out because of what the wording that the club have used with no fear, which again is added pressure because of the way the owners are acting. Some people will relish in that, and some people will fall in that. And we have to accept that as fans, that unfortunately, the owners are setting the bar extremely high. So we have to be on board with that. We can't allow that to slip. But we as fans just have to enjoy the ride. Because this could be the reason why we do go to the next level. We don't know the future. We can surmise about the future, but we don't know it. So we have to basically give ourselves to this movement. And if it doesn't work, we've been there before. We know what happens when it doesn't work. There has to be change. And I do believe with the way they've set their stall out, with the way they've put information out to the to the fans, they will change if they need to. And no one in that setup is above change. And that's where, as much as on the face of it doesn't make sense, in time it might do. And I'm willing to give that because we ask for this. As a fan base, we asked for an ownership that was willing to put us at the forefront, to put Birmingham City first. And in their mind, they are doing that. And we all kind of felt that John was on borrowed time because they've bought a football club, they're going to want to put their people in place. But I do believe that we have to look at the reasons why. And the reasons why they have put the statements out that they have is to try and answer to us a little bit. And I'm okay with that. I don't agree with it. Um, and in life, I think when you accept that you won't always agree, you become a little bit happier. And yes, I was annoyed. And yes, I was saddened by the way John has left. But I'm still going to be watching the game on Saturday. Or next Saturday. And that's, the, and that's what all Blues fans need to remember. We're not going to leave because John has left. Yes, we're sad and we wish it could have gone a different way. But the tide's turned now. We have to then move to the next stage. Yes, we have sat managers far too soon and far too long over the last few years. This needs to be the appointment for me that is settles everything. But these people are cutthroat, so we have to see both sides of the coin. So, what else are we going to do now as Blues fans? We've just got to be positive. We've just got to let it run its course. Let Rooney and his staff take control of this team. Let them mould it in their vision. And let's hope it's the right decision. Let's hope that these owners have made the right decision. But only time will tell. And we all know we'll still be here at the end of it. We all know that we're going to enjoy the ride one way or another. Birmingham City, we very rarely get things right. We, rarely, we very rarely do things correctly. 
we very rarely have something to shout about. We've got an ownership that want to take us to the promised land, which could be anywhere. It could be further than any of us have dreamt of. And if they believe the former England captain and the top goalscorer for United is the person to do it, then who am I to question that? They're the ones putting the money in. They're the ones that can see things behind the scenes. And they're the ones that can see things that we're never privy to. So this is the time now to acknowledge what John's done. Thank him for his service. Call the ownership out on the way they delivered their sacking. Because I think that does need to be said. That's not how Blues want to do things. We have to have a bit more respect for the people that have given us their time and their effort and their expertise. But now it's, it's Rooney's world. Wayne's world it's all these different things we can spin it and if someone had told me when I was a kid watching Rooney put that ball top bins for Everton against Arsenal when he was 16, 17 that he'd be my manager at Blues I'd never believed you I'd laughed you out but a week is a long time in football and you never know what's going to happen and we have to just allow this to, to run its course we wanted an ownership that was going to be different and positive and exciting and let's be honest they're doing that we're not all we all might not agree with it now but let's give them time we've backed managers that are worse than Rooney they are and yeah he might not be everyone's cup of tea but if he can get three points most of the time then he'll do all right for them and with his experience there's got to be something that these players can take out of it there has to be. There's been the Football Eyes podcast. And every podcast, I always try and leave with a nice note or something positive to go on. But this time, there isn't. When this goes out, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. And that has hit home for me and a lot of my friends a lot more this time round. And in every time I share this podcast, there'll be a go from me. If anyone that sees this podcast, if you could click on the GoFundMe link, just have a read of the story, share, donate if you can. It's all well received. And please, if you listen to this, check in on your closest, your family, your friend, your nearest and your dearest, because you never know what people are going through nowadays. And talking to people and letting people know they're not on their own could be all that they're looking for. This is the Football Night Podcast. Keep right.